Hello, students. I hope you are well. Uh, I know you have been doing some very good reading this week. I really want to commend uh, a couple of people for this week, um, and you are all doing a good job. I mean, I'm, uh, but some people, for example, like George Ataba'a, really stood out to me because he cited even the page numbers where he was, where he was getting for his his information. So I really appreciate your discussion of origin and his imprint on Eastern theology and and just the way that you cited page numbers. I thought that was really well done. So uh, that is really good, um, and, and I and I really value your, your your work here. I think a lot of you this week uh, really looked at Olson and his idea of divine will and uh, providence, sovereignty, and also human freedom, human moral freedom and responsibility. And and this is uh, this is a question that everybody uh, uh, struggles through and works through. Uh, how much is God, you know, how, how much does God know everything and how much is, is his knowledge cause everything? Um, and so it's very, it's one of those things that's very difficult to, to, to work through and sort through. And uh, uh, George also here, he, he, he talked about tragedy, just like the tornadoes in Nashville, in the Nashville area here. It's, it's really a great mystery. And, uh, and I know a lot of you were also mentioned this. Uh, as as far as uh, how how uh, how this works out in 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 the in the Christian life, I think Melissa did a good job in talking about limited providence um, and uh, understanding that somehow God's goodness is still at work. We still see God's goodness even in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of, of defeat. It's it's very difficult, of course. We we cannot. Uh, as as Christians, we cannot be triumphalistic and just think everything's so great. You know, there's there are uh, some things that are uh, that are very difficult to discuss, very difficult to describe, very difficult things to work through, and um, and so um, and uh, and even uh, I know Kristen also talked about uh, uh, meticulous providence versus an open theism. That's another fancy word for God doesn't know much. And uh, he just, everything's open. Uh, and so we, it, it is a struggle to think through this. It's one of those uh, brain teaser things that we work through, but we always know. I mean, it, it, God isn't just completely open theism because he, he gives prophecy. We, we know the future. We know what's going to happen. He, he has the future in his hands. He's steering the world in a direction. But, um, uh, but how, you know, and at the same time, he's steering the world, but at the same time, there's, there's human freedom and responsibility. In a certain sense, he has started the world and let it go, but he's, he's interested in this world. And I, and I think as Pentecostals, as people who experience, we experience the Holy Spirit of God, we, we work through these things. We work through these issues, knowing that there's evil in the world, knowing that things are, not as they should be, and at the same time, we're trying to contribute, trying to make a difference in this world. Uh, and so, I know that you, uh, you, you struggle a lot. It seems that like you were struggling as you were writing these things, putting these things together. But I want to commend your thoughts and seeing how a, a middle position um, is actually a very good, uh, very good position uh, with God's uh, uh, His uh, providence and human responsibility. I think you have done a good job working through those things. Uh, some of you also answered the question about Constantine, which was which was really good. The church really, uh, you know, how how the church became a superficial religion. I think that's Morgan Goodman's words, and so um, 
And so how, how the government and the kingdom of heaven, how do these things relate to one another? I mean, you, you guys have some very good discussions on this. Gary Mullings also have very good discussion on Constantine and his influence in the church. I mean, it was, it was such an influence that Constantine also decided some of the great theological debates. And so it's, um, we have to look through these issues and consider these issues as we build history and, and rebuild history. Uh, for example, someone like Eusebius, some people accuse him of trying to pander to the emperor. Uh, so he writes only the best parts of Christianity, he doesn't write about those, you know, and he, uh, he writes a little bit biased towards certain Christian groups, trying to present, uh, trying to give a very presentable face of Christianity to the emperor. And uh, so how is history redacted? And you know, if he says anything bad about Constantine, they're going to chop off his head. <laughs> so all these things influence the church and influence the way that we do things uh, in, 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 in ministry. In, 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 and even for us, as we consider these things, you know, we have to consider uh, how we relate to the world around us, how the church makes a difference, how the church is countercultural, but at the same time is in culture. And so those are very, very important, uh, very important um, points of view. So I, I really appreciate your wrestling through this this week. Um, I'm going to let you know that for next week, there will not be an instructor response because it's next week will be spring break. But uh, for this week, I wanted to ask you to write about uh, three key takeaways that you have had from this first half of the semester. What Three key takeaways would you sum up this first half of the class that we've had? I know we have one more week next week, but there will not be an instructor response next week because it's spring break. Hooray. So I look forward to reading your responses. Uh, God bless you as you continue to study.